Sad, 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 sad. What's happening, everybody? It's your boy Ed Lover, and I'm back with another episode of Kabod Side. Hey, how's everybody doing, man? I hope everybody's good because I'm good. This is always overseen by Combat Jack, man. Um, Combat Jack has been really, 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 really instrumental in my entire life with me doing Come On, Son, man. I mean, he's the one that put me on to the podcast game, as I told y'all before. So he's he passed away um, a little while ago, man, and I'll never forget how instrumental Combat Jack has been in my progression as a podcaster. Podcasting is not an easy thing to do all the time. And I'm going to tell y'all why. Because sometimes as a podcaster, you find yourself swimming in a pool of other podcasters. It seems like nowadays people are hitting me up left and right, right and left. Can you do my podcast? 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 And sometimes it's hard to get people to actually come and do your podcast. Like you'll be in a studio, you'll book a studio to do your podcast. They won't show up. They got to cancel at the last minute. So for everyone that's ever done my podcast, listened to my podcast, contributed to my podcast. Um, I really, really, really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart because it's, it's people like you that keep my podcast going. I try to reach out to certain celebrities, man, and, and ask, could they do the podcast? And sometimes I don't even get an answer. And, and to be quite honest, y'all, this could be from people that I've known for a long time that I wouldn't say I was that instrumental in the progression of their career, but I played a, a part somehow some way and um sometimes i just can't i can't get them to sit down and do a podcast but then i'll turn around and i'll see them doing somebody else's podcast well so the way i look at it is like keep working keep working your behind off um and when you get an opportunity to be in a position that i know i'm going to be in as far as a podcaster is, is concerned um, one of the number one podcasts in the country. I'm doing extremely well right now. And I thank you f- to everybody that, um, you know, comes around and listens and picks it up. You know, we're working very hard to make sure that we get it out there more. Please, 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 folks, if you can, if you listen to my podcast all the time, please let somebody else know that I actually have a podcast. You know what I mean? Sometimes things change in your life. Like when I left, um, when it ended, I shouldn't even say I left. When it ended in Atlanta and I got picked up in uh, on regular radio, terrestrial radio, in Chicago, where I'm based out of now, 104.3. You can hear the Ed Lover Morning Show every weekday morning from 6 to 10. If you don't have the radio.com app, you can take that with you and check out my terrestrial radio show. This is my podcast, so I can pretty much say anything that I want to say on my podcast, which is different than doing morning radio. So when I when it ended in Atlanta and I ended up being unemployed for a little while, it set me back a little bit financially. I'm not going to lie. I'm not sitting on $50, $60 million. So, you know, sometimes you got to reset. You got to start all over again. You know, you get your coins together, trying to build your bank account back up. And at the same time, you're still trying to work, trying to do your podcast and stuff like that. So I didn't really have a lot of money to spend on advertising. So hopefully... With this new platform, 
that'll take care of itself because they're really going to help me do what I need to do to get the word out that Come On Son, the podcast, is out there. What the hell was that? I don't know what that was, bro. Or where that came from, but um, it's right in the middle of what I'm trying to do, so I'm going to shut that off right there. I don't know how where that came from. I think it's because my computer was up, yeah. See, once I shut my computer down, <laughs> that was weird, wasn't it? Like, God was trying to tell me something. But anyway, um, on this new platform, hopefully the word will get out, and i help put the word out a little more and put a little bit more of my money into advertising on different platforms and different spaces and different places and letting people know that um, I got a podcast. So the podcast is going to drop every Monday. You'll be able to catch Come On Son, the podcast. And the the way I execute the podcast is going to be a little different because after listening to people that really know the podcast business, after listening to you, the fans out there, and uh, after just doing all the analytics and, and, you know, all the algorithms and all of that, I find that people just, I've been doing too much of a podcast. Like, really, I I I didn't know. I didn't know. I thought the bare minimum that you had to do on a podcast was like an hour. And people was like, nah, people was, you know, listening 35, 45 minutes tops on a podcast. And I was like, wow. And every time I was doing a podcast, I was really, you know, going in, sitting down, writing out a lot of stuff that I wanted to say. And really kind of worried about the length of the podcast. Am I, is that not enough? Or is that, you know, am I going too short on this podcast? And people just want to listen, man. And they want to listen the way they want to listen. They don't want to listen to no two-hour, you know, three-hour podcast unless I guess it's incredibly entertaining. And sometimes the podcast is going to go long. And it's going to go long because the person that I'm talking to is incredibly entertaining. And sometimes the podcast is going to be shorter. But I've learned that you guys really don't want those long ass podcasts. So I apologize if I've been long winded in the past. I will try my best to keep my podcast as brief as I possibly can and get to the meat and potatoes of the podcast. So like I said, it's a whole new format that we working with uh, um whole new platform that we, the, a whole new set of people that we working with too. And um, they're going to get us out there a lot more and more advertising, more interesting, more guests. Everything is about to be turned up a whole ass notch as far as come on, son. The podcast is concerned, y'all. I I, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. This is the way it's going to go down. It's going to be exciting. You're going to love it. I've listened to you. You have said to me on numerous occasions, it's come on, son, the podcast, but you're not giving us no come on, sons. So every week I will give you my come on, sons from the week before. Okay. And when we come back, ladies and gentlemen, you asked for it. You got it. Come on, son. The podcast. But come on, son. With me, Ed Lover. We'll be right back. Come on, son, son. Welcome back to Come On, Son, the podcast. It's me, Ed Lover, and it's time for my Come On, Sons. Y'all know how I do this, man. You've been a fan of Come On, Son. Let's get right to it. First of all, Come On, Son, President Trump, man. President Trump, 
How are you going after John Lennon and, and Chrissy Teigen? Come on, son. You, you, you mad because they were sitting on the show with Van Jones and they talked about social injustices and you feel like they didn't give you your props for signing a bill into law, you know, that get people out of jail sooner and all of that. And it, nobody mentioned your name. And you mad about that. So you're going to call Chrissy Teigen foul mouth, call John Legend out of his mouth. Come on, son. Fuck out of here with that bullshit. First of all, everybody out there that voted for Trump, whenever you say something sideways about Trump, they always hit you with this BS or respect the president. Respect. How am I supposed to respect a president that pouts like a baby, man? You pout like a baby all the time. Come on, son. And then you want you want to go after John Legend? Come on, son. John Legend, that that's the one you want to go after. Everybody knows John Legend is talented, he entertainer, all that and all that. But John Legend, man, come on. John Legend's soft, bro. Come on. You're not gonna really get into it with John Legend like that. He's butter, bro. He's butter, man. But come on, son. That's an easy win for you. Cause John Legend ain't really gonna go hard like that. He ain't like he you know, we're just ordinary people, all of that music, you know. I love John Legend. I ain't saying nothing wrong with the brother, but I'm saying if you're going to pick a fight, President Trump, pick a fight with somebody that could probably drop you with one punch, like The Rock or somebody like that, or Vin Diesel, or, or you know, uh, Drago from the from the Rocky movies, and Sylvester Sloan, even him, man, his old ass. Pick a fight with one of them, but come on, son. Don't, don't, don't be picking no fight with John Legend and Chrissy Teigen, man. They're nice people. They got a right to their opinion, and if you want respect, you're going to have to stop tweeting and pouting like a baby, President Trump. Come on, son. Fuck out of here with that bullshit. Speaking of bullshit, y'all, Terrence Howard. Oh, my God. I think sometimes Terrence Howard would say anything to get in the news. So recently, he sat down with Extra, and I'm checking this out. And Terrence Howard says he's going to retire from acting after this last season of Empire. He's retiring. I'm, I'm, I'm done with acting. I'm tired of pretending. This is what Terrence Howard says. But Terrence Howard, so? Like, come on, son. Don't nobody care if you retire, bruh. You are not Idris. You ain't Denzel. You ain't Will. You ain't Jamie. You ain't Wood Harris. You ain't even Ice Cube, bro. Come on, son. Nobody cares if you retire. And matter of fact, if you do retire, can you take Smollett's lying ass with you? Because he's the reason, all right, that Empire is ending in the first place. He's the reason. He fucked the whole show up, bro. All right, so if you retire after that, come on, bro. We don't, we, we don't care, son. We really don't care. And I know you lying anyway, bro. You have before you got on Empire. What big box office smash movies did you have, Terrence Howard? Come on, son. In my opinion, you alright, but you ain't all that, son. And speaking of all that, y'all, Dave Chappelle. What is with this backlash? Sticks and Stones was Dave Chappelle's last comedy joint. I just watched it last week on Netflix. Funny as hell. But what? Is with the backlash on Dave Chappelle. He's a comedian. Come on, son. Do you really think Dave Chappelle cares about what the average Joe thinks? Because you know why? He got his check from Netflix already, son. And a lot of people watched it and thought it was daring, innovative, intelligent, and brilliant. And I'm one of them. 
So everybody out there that's complaining about what Dave Chappelle said about this and about that and about trans and about, shut up. Come on, son. If Dave Chappelle was doing jokes strictly about black people, like sometimes Kevin Hart did in his first special when he talked about his father walking around in the school with a pair of sweatpants on and his, and his joint showing through his pants talking about all right, all right, and hitting people in the head with his dick. Y'all didn't think it was nothing wrong with that. When Wanda Sykes get on there and talk about having an argument with her girlfriend and her lesbianism, nobody thinks anything about that. But when Dave Chappelle expresses himself any way he wants to express himself, which is what comedians should have the license to do, y'all want to make a big shit out of it. Come on, son. Fuck out of here with that bullshit. And speaking of bullshit, listen, everybody is running around trying to figure out, and I've heard this all over the place, is Rihanna pregnant? Rihanna was performing somewhere. She looked like she had a little baby bump going on. And all y'all was wondering is if Rihanna was pregnant. I'm here to tell you right now. Come on, son. Rihanna's not pregnant. If Rihanna was pregnant, her and I would have made that announcement to the world a long time ago, okay? When Riri get pregnant, that's my baby Riri got, okay? I'm going I'm I'm to be, like, be like life. Uh, that's my baby, boss. That's my baby, boss. I, 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 I'm that baby daddy. That's exactly what I'm going to be like when Rihanna get pregnant. So come on, son. Kill all the rumors and the innuendos. Rihanna is not pregnant, not at all, because her and I, would have announced it, okay? That's all I'm saying to you. Speaking of babies, man, why does Antonio Brown from the Oakland Raiders act like such a baby, man? Every time I turn around, Antonio Brown, you're doing something dumb. Okay, first, you ain't want to be on the Steelers. So the Steelers didn't want to trade you, okay, to the, uh, to the uh, Patriots. So you went to Oakland. You got all of this money, okay? Guaranteed money is supposed to be almost $30 million, guaranteed money. And then you get into a fight with the general manager, and then they cut you, and then the Patriots pick you up anyway, and now a woman is claiming that she got text messages of you apologizing for your inappropriate behavior towards her? Come on, son. You need to change your name from A.B. Antonio Brown to Can't Get Right. I'm going right back to life. That should be your nickname, Can't Get Right, because for some reason, bro, you can't get right. You got all this money on the table. You blow a guaranteed $29.1 million to take that little bit of change that the Patriots are going to give you. And please, people, don't tell me, well, he could win a championship up there. It ain't about no championship. It always has been, always will be about the money. My name is Ed Lover. This is Come On, Son. Now get the fuck out of here with that bullshit, y'all. We'll be right back with Come On, Son, the podcast. Come on, son, son. Welcome back to Come On, Son, the podcast. It's me, Ed Lover, man. My life has been so beautiful, y'all. I'm not, I'm not going to lie, man. My life has been beautiful, man. I have had the opportunity to run into and be a part of somehow, some way, shape, or form, or establish a friendship or some kind of rapport with some of the greatest rap artists ever. And one of those artists that I had a chance to sit down and talk to, albeit briefly, but we had a good time, was my man Redman. In my opinion, Redman is one of the most underrated lyricists in hip-hop. When people talk about the greatest, we always tend to lean towards the ones that have the hit records. A hit record does not always make you a lyricist. 
point proven MC Hammer. Okay, Please Hammer Don't Hurt Him was one of the first rap albums that ever sell 10 million out the gate. And this is when we weren't figuring out streaming. We weren't figuring out how you count how many streams you get to a sale. Hammer sold straight up 10 million records or 11 million or 12 million with something ridiculous. Then right behind him was Vanilla Ice. You is no category ever anywhere, no how, no way are we going to talk hip-hop and you're going to put Hammer or Vanilla Ice down as one of your top lyricists. But some some reason, we lean towards the people that had to hit records. Like, because their record was a hit makes them a better lyricist than somebody who didn't get the push behind their record or their record wasn't a hit, right? Like, Redman is always left out of the equation. And to me, that's... That doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever, y'all. No sense to me whatsoever. So, Red Man and Method Man came here to Chicago, on the outskirts of Chicago, a city called Rosemont, and they had a concert, and I was hosting the concert. And uh, Method Man had some family emergency, and he didn't make it to the concert, so Red did the concert by himself. And, I mean, he tore it down to the shreds, man. I mean, he really, really really murdered murdered everybody was going crazy it was dope man so i had an opportunity to catch up with him backstage before he went on and had a conversation with the one and only mr reggie noble red man this guy used to be a dj back in the days in north new jersey at a club called sensations that's where he first met eric sermon that's why Eric Sermon invited Red Man to come out to his house. Red Man came out to his house. Eric Sermon took him under his wing, started making music with him. Red Man came out with time for some action. Time, 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 time for some action. You remember? Red Man, I got to do my research, but I know Michael Buffer owns the, the, uh, he owns the trademark to Let's Get Ready to Rumble because we're not able to even yell that out on the radio or we'll get sued. We just had a uh, a big email about that. Uh, he owns a lot of Let's Get Ready. He owns Let's Get Ready to Crumble, all of that. And Red Man started off time for some action by yelling out, Let's Get Ready to Rumble in Michael Buffer style. And it was crazy. So I don't know if Red Man got it before Michael Buffer trademarked it. Um, it's not a question that I thought of asking him at the time because that uh, memorandum hadn't come through to all of us Intercom, you know, it's my day job, Intercom employees. Uh, you know I'm at 104.3 Jams in Chicago, the Ed Lover Morning Show. So if you get a chance, go to the radio.com app, or you might be on it right now, and um, check out my morning show. It's a good morning show, man. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, in my opinion, one of the most underrated hip-hop artists in the history of all hip-hop, a great lyricist in his own right, a hit maker in his own right, 25, 26 plus years of hit records, Red Man on Come On, Son, the podcast. Come on, son, son. Yep, one, two, one, two. Backstage with Red Man here at Joe's Live. Ed Lover Podcast. Come on, son. Reggie Noble, what the fuck is the deal? We here, big bro. What's the word? What's you the word? Blaze up, I see as normal. As as I should. I only got a couple of questions for you because you Come get on. ready to go on stage Come and on, do your bro. thing. You know you get anything. All right, is bro. it Red Man and Method Man or Method Man and Red Man? Because <laughs> me and Dre been going through this shit for a Yo, long time. Yo, you know what? It's 
you know, in a sense of like I, I be saying Red Man and Method Man, or it's it, it's either or. It, I, sometimes it's Method Man and Red Man and shit because you know M before R or whatever. Right, right. But That's it don't matter. Trade, yeah, it don't matter. It like, come from the before the D. Yeah, but on a, when it when it stays on the bill, it starts off Method Man and Red Man. Okay, from your humble opinion, how come when people talk about the best duos ever, y'all are never mentioned? You know what? Because I think they're cutting us out because we. We have that gift of being solo artists, started as solo artists, and then coming together as a group. We didn't start as a group. No, we started as solo artists, then became a group. But, uh, you know, hey, we willing to, you know, let, let motherfuckers know we, we one of the best duos out there on bars. That's how we go. When I talk hip-hop in the barbershop, everybody always say Red Man is underrated as an MC. Do you feel that way? Um... No, because I'm I'm in the place I'm supposed to be. Like I'm 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 one of those uh feared boxers and shit. Motherfuckers don't want to box like like Madonna was, like Madonna was. Like I'm I'm still like a uh 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 fuck who, who who's my nigga from Philly? Uh God Bernard Hopkins. Hopkins. I'm like a B-hop. Hopkins. I'm like B Hop, you know what I mean? Like I'm one of those fighters that you gotta see but you don't wanna see and shit. And uh and I guess uh far as me being the uh, top MC, far as the top 10, top 5, there's people still get, got me in their top 3s, top top 5, top 10. I'm in there. Absolutely. I'm, I'm just, I just don't have uh, the credentials of being a, a, a platinum artist, platinum artist, platinum artist that's on the charts like that, so I'm still underground. So recreational marijuana use is about to be legal here in the state of Illinois in 2020. It's about I, to be crazy. Yeah, here. it's about to be crazy. So, I asked a lot of people this question. I asked Snoop this question one time. Now, I asked you, is there anybody out there that can outsmoke you and meth? Who have you smoked with that made you say, shit, I got to put this shit down? They smoke too far. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Not no. Look, when I smoke with Snoop, like, Snoop smokes. Snoop smokes. Be real. That motherfucker smokes. <laughs> be real smokes because you know what? They weed is better than ours on the East Coast. So they be having some fire that be like, yo, what the fuck? So be real be smoking and Snoop be smoking. He be smoking some big fucking joints, yo. So them the only two. Snoop told me Willie Nelson had that motherfucker on froze. You ever smoke with Willie Nelson? I think I smoked with Willie Nelson one time. But I was good though. I was, I guess, because I hung with him one time. But I was good with Willie Nelson. Absolutely. How much weed is too much weed for you? You can never have too much fucking weed because you know what? Weed is just weed is the way I smoke. It it enhances my creativity. So when I'm smoking, I'm thinking of ideas. Smash shit is running through my head. So it ain't too much. You can't overdose on weed, nigga. You can't die smoking too much bud at all. Never. Never. Don't let, a, don't let the media fool you and say that and say you can overdose on edibles and go crazy on edibles. You just got to keep your pace, know your high, and know how to control your high. Ass and titties? Um, ass and feet. Feet important? Feet very fucking important. If you they know feet that is fucked girl. up, it's a wrap. Horrible. They can't get no play. I don't care if she ten in the face. If her feet is fucked up, she gets no fucking play. <laughs> Name me one young rapper that you fuck with. Uh, right now is the baby. The baby G'd up. I fuck with the baby. You do a record with the baby. Yeah, hell yeah, I definitely do a record with the baby. That nigga got bars and he G'd up and he be having fun in his videos. He talked that shit he lived. You know what I'm talking about? Really. Who made Illa videos, in your opinion, you or Busta Rhymes? 
Buster Rhymes, of course, he had more, way more bigger budgets than me on videos. <laughs> you know, I made I made my videos happen with the budget I had. But Buster Rhymes, that dude had million dollar uh, videos. Um, his creativity level and the directors that come up with the ideas for him and his songs and shit, it all fits Buster Rhymes. And plus, Buster Rhymes is uh, he's like. I mean, like, I, you, cause you the same way, big bro. Like, you know, from the '90s and you know, late '80s, man. We all about quality control and our character. So, uh, Buster Rhymes, I can truly say, not even being my brother, he was big on quality control throughout his whole career. And he's not gonna release anything unless that shit is up to par, a ten. Bottom line. Another Death Squad album. If we could get fat ass Eric to get up and want to <laughs> do something, yeah, I'm with it. Me, Keith Murray, Eric Sermon, we here. What's the favorite your favorite collabo you ever did with Wu Tang? Oh shit! For me, it's the one that goes, "You better pay Big Mama for using his lyrics." Which one was that? Flowers. Flowers. Oh wow! Was that one flowers? Or Wu Banger? Or Wu Banger One on One? Sad. He wasn't on. He wasn't on Wu Banger. No. He was on one of them fucking. On the new one, on the new album, the Saga. Yeah, I heard the saga. The saga was dope as fuck. Um, le lesson learned was people say. Hold on. What? Yeah, yeah buck, buck fifty. Oh yeah, buck fifty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Buck That's what, fifty. Yeah, your yeah, favorite, yeah, yeah. One of my favorite. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, buck, buck fifty yeah. was fucking fuck yeah. sick. Yeah, my nigga. buck fifty was crazy. I think the baby gonna love the fact that you fuck with him in a major way. Oh man. yeah, man. The baby definitely, bro. Will that, you ever stop being an MC? Fuck no. Is uh do uh fucking Earth Wind and Fire stop? Hell no. Do Shaka Khan stop? Hell no. Nigga, I seen Gladys Knights on the pip in the pits <laughs> on tour, nigga. So that gave me motivation. Like I ain't never stopping, bruh. Never. Reggie Noble Gladys with Knight me, in man. The pits. <laughs> God, am I, I'm saying it right, Gladys Knight in the pips. Pips, motherfuckers. Yeah, P-I-P-S. I said pips at first. Gladys Knight in the pimps. No, Gladys Knight in the pips. You can't get this nowhere else, man. Reggie Noble, Red Man, with Ed Lover, Joe's Live. Y'all yes, know what sir, it is. Yes, sir, we here. You know what it is. This Ed Lover podcast is being done in conjunction with Cigars International. Make sure you check out CigarsInternational.com for all your cigar needs. This episode of Come On Son, the podcast is produced and engineered by co-executive producers Krista Hayes and Kimana Paulus in downtown Chicago. This is an official Loudspeakers Network podcast.